Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> it's Q's Lounge. We ain't giving up like Q's Lounge. We're going to do this all over again. We're going to start from the top. I appreciate you guys tuning in and watching and listening. Baby, I just don't get it. Do you enjoy being hurt? I know you smell the perfume, the makeup on your shirt. You don't believe his stories. You know that they're all lies. Bad as you are, you stick around. And I just don't know why. If I was your man, baby, you never worry about what I do. I'll be coming yeah. back to you. So again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm I am the uh, the host. I'm Q of Q's Lounge. We slowed it down just a little bit. And um, I can't wait to get into this, to this topic. We're going to be talking about the heart tonight. Sang, Mario, sang. Say, let me love you. Love you, yeah. Let's go. Your true beauty's description again. I appreciate all you guys tuning in and supporting your boy. Everywhere you go, they stop and stare because you're bad at it. Shows from your head to your toes, out of control, baby. You know. Yeah. Said if I was your man. Let me love you, girl. Yeah, money can't buy love. We're gonna let this one ride out a little bit. <laughs> it's that good. We're gonna let it ride out. Yeah. Brothers need to learn how to talk to a woman Say, let me love you Don't just tell her I love you Will you take me? Will you let me love you? And then tell her why you should Why she should let you love her You know what I mean? Make sure your love match up with her Make sure your love is actually Greater than what she expected and then make sure that you follow through. Love is just being tossed around. Yeah, so I appreciate your guys' patience this evening. Um, it's round two, but we we don't stop at Q's Lounge. We uh, we keep on, and uh, for what it's worth, it's always good to um, 
you know, to be challenged. There's always opportunities to grow. I definitely am uh, appreciate all those who are sticking in there to uh, hang out with me tonight. I know that it's late. Some of you guys are out there trick-or-treating. And, uh, and some of you guys have been Netflixing and chilling, but we're about to get it in. Um, I am going to... Um, I'm going to be talking about matters of the heart, as always. Um, everything is a matter of the heart. I definitely feel like we have a lot to uh, to cover tonight. And um, for some reason, if I'm unable to see your chat, uh, I do apologize. I'm I'm going to do my best to try to fig- figure out what's going on with the chat. But we'll um, we'll go forward um, again. You're watching Q's Lounge. I am the host, Q. I'm excited to be back live with you guys. It's been a couple weeks. Last show um, that we that we had, we talked about uh, the friend zone and the power of the friend zone. So much good feedback that that came from the show. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to make sure to be clear about the friend zone. You know, friend zone isn't necessarily, you know, put the man that you want to date in the friend zone. Just have friends. You know, the whole point of it was having friends, learning how to be friends. You know, a lot of people only know how to be a a man and a woman and be objectified. You know what I mean? But can we just be friends? And so I just wanted to make sure to um, that that was clear that whether or not you are a um, whether or not you're dating or not, you know, make friendship be a priority to you because, you know, within the friendship, within having a friendship, you learn some things and you have some vulnerability in a friendship that allows for you to uh, to grow. And um, and if you if you have all the answers and, you know, you're one of those uh, perfect people that walk in the planet, um, then you don't need the show and, you know, and you don't need friends. You can go straight to, you know, straight to marriage. But some of us, uh, you know, we need we need to learn some things about ourselves. And so one of the beautiful things about friendship that I'm blessed with um, to have friendship of the opposite sex as well, which was the primary focus of that as well was to have a friendship with the opposite sex learn things about yourself that only a friend is willing and able to tell and and show you those things um tonight you know we're going to get into some things again um tonight is going to be a more conversation about matters of the heart and um and to kind of jump us off um i'm going to you know i'm gonna do my best to uh, to pretty much go over what i think are some good some good tips i think um for me i talk i have so many friends that i that i love very dearly and i tell them you know they go through things in a relationship or it doesn't even have to even matter with a relationship you know it's i tell people all the time guard your heart and the reason why i say that is because oftentimes you know what we go through um becomes emotional if it's not emotional from the beginning it can become emotional and then in, in our heart oftentimes is where a lot of our triggers are at. And so um, when it's when it comes to relationships, you know, my dearest friends, a lot of good people that I know have been heartbroken um, They're you know, they fear, you know, um, being hurt again in a relationship or they're inside of a relationship, you know, and just trying to navigate their way through that. And, you know, and so my, you know, my opinion about relationships and just about approaching anything is guarding your heart. Uh, it's just because it helps you to be able to try to keep your peace and stay mentally stable. Because oftentimes, whenever we're going through a thing, like I said, it's uh, something that is pulling on our on our heartstrings. 
Um, tonight, I wanted to to talk about, you know, I, I just feel like when you meet somebody, you know what I mean? Like you you can meet somebody that from from old, right? You can meet somebody from that's new, you know, and, you know, there are people that are doing online dating and um, I ain't judging. But, you know, online dating is not something that your boy is ever going to do. Um, I may do it just, you know, to do a podcast on it or something like that. But for me, um, it's just not something that I'm willing to do. But I do have people that are dear, uh, close to me that do um, online dating. But for wherever, whoever you, wherever you're meeting folks, whether or not you meet someone on the job, traveling, whatever it might be, you know, there's a part when you, you know, initially meet someone and you're, you know, you're talking to one another and you're connecting, you know, one of the things I hope to kind of break, you know, <laughs> some of these traditions, like these opening conversations, like, where are you from? What do you do for a living? Like in the first 10 or 15 seconds, I'm like, man, kill that. Cause that's not really what's, what you really want to know. You know what I mean? And so, oh, there's a process I believe that happens when you are, um, when you're dating and when you're, when you're dating or meeting someone, there's a process of getting to know someone and in that process, you find out when you're talking to the person, like their willingness to share information, their willingness, you know, to elaborate, you know, in a conversation. Um, there's also their willingness to, um, you know, to tell their past stories, you know, of experiences that they've had, whether it be in their relationships, um, their intimate relationships or just, you know, childhood stories and that sort of thing. And and then there's the part you know, for us, you know, when you're in that, you know, when you're in that um, conversation with someone for the first time, you know, you have like the things that are sacred to you, you know, that you don't you know that you don't share on the first date. You know what I mean? But there's there. Excuse me. There are things that you, um, you know, that you hold near and dear to your heart that you don't necessarily let everybody know off the jump. And why is that? Right. And so there's like this buffer that's right there. And you go, why am I, you know, why is it that I'm more able to talk to this person more intimately and, and be more vulnerable versus this other person who, you know, that might be some intimidation or some uncertainties. And I, I believe like inside of us, you know, we have a, um, a firewall, you know, we have a firewall, just like your computer, right? Your computer has a firewall to, you know, protect it from um, from a virus, right? And, you know, everyone, I'm sure at some point is, is it has experienced spam and, and um, you know, a breach on their computer and, and had their computer uh, compromised uh, for, um, you know, for a virus. And so the firewall that you have says a lot about you and and it does the same thing about the to the person that you're talking to so tonight i just wanted to talk about you know what's what's a healthy firewall so in the in the firewall you know in in my opinion um a healthy firewall is someone who is who has um patience and and they have patience uh i feel like my moderator is 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 tuned in so amen to that so uh you see my smile is I'm smiling big because I, I, I wasn't certain I was going to have my moderator. But um, so a healthy sign of, you know, of healthy firewalls is patience. You know, someone who doesn't have patience. And I mean, patience, like just patience, you know, like I think sometimes people today are really uptight and we're in a season right now, I think, in in, in the day and age that we're living in where there is um, there's a lot to be uptight about. 
you know i am a person who tries to keep away from things that will make me uptight you know like the news and so um i say patience because you know patience is something that you know is a is a really good indicator of just it might not be the whole th- it might it may not be the end all be all to be able to tell how whole a person is but some a person's level of patience is going to tell you a lot um about their you know about how they you know guard their heart or just how they're how healthy they are and so one of the things with that is really you know checking with yourself are you a patient person you know and and one of the things that i'm seeing you know just in conversation and reading and you know just um just you know, just with friends and this conversation that i've had is that a lot of people are not patient today if you've been married had kids and divorced man like <laughs> So many people don't have patience, but they want love. You know what I mean? They don't have patience, but they want like connection. And it's just a crazy thing. And so to me, I think, okay, well, life is happening to everyone. So if you've had any life experience and it's caused you to harden, to harden your heart, you don't have patience. You know, no, I've got patience. You can say that you have patience, but patience to me is really, really when you get tried. Right. When something is difficult, you know, and I hear so many conversations about just like, you know, where women and men, you know, they have these, you know, these these really strict guidelines, you know, to who they'll put up with and who they won't. And it's almost like, you know, they're asking for imperfect people to be perfect when they themselves are imperfect. And I get this. This is what I do understand. Like, you do need to have standards. Right. But patience is something that. Is really something that to me is is spiritual, you know, because there's a lot of things that can get a person upset, and there's a and there's a lot of things that you know that can ravel a person. And when you see a person that is going through hard times, you see a person that's going through things that are out of their control, and they are just at peace. That's sexy to me. This should be sexy to you. Peace is peace and patience. That should be the most attractive thing in your life. You know what I mean? Because because honestly, the alternative and the, you know, the other, the, the other is, is the opposite. And ain't nothing worse with somebody who's uptight all the time. And I've, I know people like that. They're just always like at a 10. It don't matter what it is. And I'm like, yo, come down, come down come down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because all of this, you know, anxiety and hostility and all this stuff is inside of you. I'm like, yo. So, and this goes for, again, dating relationships and friendships, you know, and if anything is done well, in my opinion, is always done in peace. You know, some people like to, you know, I have, I have a really good friend of mine. I won't say her name, but I, like I said, I've got a lot of, a lot of uh, good friends I'm blessed with who likes to wait to the last minute because she believes that's when she gets her best work done. And I go crazy because, you know, it doesn't take much for anyone to procrastinate and create that burden on their own. But she says that's her preference. Um, You know, she's a high character, you know, person and gets things done. But oftentimes good work is done. Your best work is done when you're not under pressure. You have your full mind, you know, you have a full heart to concentrate on the details and and nothing gets slipped away. So patience again is something, again, I I just really pray patience and peace 
like again it's sexy you can you can tell your mama i said it um <laughs> if you could tell your friend you got a friend or if you're in a relationship right now and your spouse your significant other is not a patient person i'm gonna tell you right now if you want the love to be better you you want to have um broader bigger dreams together you know do what you need to do um to get to get patience and then also too because i'm you know you know on q's lounge i i think about those who are who are single who are divorced who are married and there's some times when if if you can get patience by you know how do you get patience right <laughs> patience is something that you know takes some time it takes to figure out um what makes you hostile what makes what gives you anxiety what are your triggers right and so one of my suggestions again is going to be to you know to take some time to just shut things down you know what i mean shut things down and and make sure that you're all right you know you got to ask yourself how are you doing you know and so to me a person that is you know that has a healthy firewall is somebody who's done that work you know they've done it you know, and then another one I have written down here is communication. Um, some some folks will say today, you know, that they don't have the patience, especially those that have been married. They've been jaded, you know, and I'm really like hoping to challenge anyone who has been, you know, married and divorced and just kind of has like this like short list, you know, and they're, they're going to figure it out, you know, eventually because connection requires work connection is going to require you to be vulnerable connection is going to require you to not to not get everything that you want and have to work for it you know what i mean we're not picking we're not going to be able to pick you know um the love of our life from a cherry tree you know what i'm saying it's it's going to be something that's going to it's going to take time it's going to have to develop and you're going to have to put something in it you know what i mean to get what you want and communication is just vital it's critical if you can communicate and you are willing to communicate and you're not someone who is going to be quick to just you know shut someone off just shut someone down because you know just because of a some disagreement you know be be a, some indifferences if you're quick to shut someone down to me um that's not a good sign you know what i mean you should have boundaries right you, and you should have standards but I just think like, you know, when you're getting to know someone, whether again, friendship, but we're talking about dating for the most part tonight, um, take time, you know, and listen to the person, how they talk, you know, are they gentle with their words? You know, are they really listening? And then the other part with communicating are, you know, some people can talk and express themselves, but do they even understand, you know, are you a person who can listen and understand to a level of depth to, to have empathy to internalize what's been said to you and have empathy for a person and then be able to express it because a lot of people know how to match talk because they've been trained at work you know what i mean to match talk and that sort of thing they hear what you said but they don't really care about what you said and so you know being able to being able to identify it in another person also in yourself are you the type of person that is a good listener when you're when you're talking to someone can you feel someone's pain you know can you feel you know the emotion you know we are all living spirits you know what i mean and we emote you know we emote sadness we emote joy we we emote love you know what i mean are you a type of person that can pick up on these things you know what i mean and if, if you can that's really good that's really a sign one it's a sign of to me that's a sign of, of wholeness to me that's one of those things that would would 
would get my attention. It's not up there with, you know, it's not up there with, you know, peace and patience with me, but it's up there to be able to, to be able to feel the spirit of someone, you know? And, and so in communication, we have so many things that we're talking about and sharing our life story. And you know what? Today, in today's day and age, there's this thing about being seen and being heard, you know? And, you know, oftentimes women have had this gripe with men, you know, men don't talk and, you know, women want to be heard. And at the end of the day, I can tell you right now, ladies, men want to be heard too. You know what I mean? And men want to be seen too. Uh, but there's a breakdown, you know, there's a breakdown. I don't, I don't have all the answers for everything. You know what I mean? But there's a breakdown. And I honestly believe that, you know, being open um, and having patience and having peace will allow a person to to be able to have communication, you know, at a level to where you can internalize it and want to understand. And if a person is unwilling to do that or unable to do that, take note of it, you know, stop trying to change people. You know, some people may need, you know, the timeout, you know what I mean? They may, they may, they, they may need not to have you, right? They need to learn these things on their own. And so um, those are some key things. And then another, another sign for me with healthy, um, healthy firewalls is, is, are you a person that's able to quickly forgive? <laughs> yeah, quickly forgive. Somebody does you wrong. Are you able to quickly forgive? We're talking about healthy firewalls, matters of the heart tonight's Q's, Q's lounge. I am your host Q. And I want to know, are you the type of person that is quick to forgive? Or do you hold grudges? You know, are you like one of them like to say, I wish a mother would, you know what I mean? And and I say this because it speaks volumes for a person who is able to forgive. It's not easy to forgive. I think, you know, and I may, I'm going to probably do another podcast on forgiveness, but forgiveness is probably the hardest thing to do. And it is the one of the one of the most um, and this is my opinion you can have a different opinion and you can have a podcast and talk about your opinion but i want to say that um you know for forgiveness is probably one of the things that's dragging a lot of people down in their relationships you know a lot of people are carrying over you know things that are in their heart that are that they're unsettled with with a person that has either gone on and you know they're in another relationship and in some cases a person that's even passed away that they haven't been able they never got a chance to to settle you know and you know what i've learned with forgiveness for anyone that you know is struggling with that that forgiveness is something that that you that's a work that's an internal work for yourself somebody can't give that to you even if even in a case where you know, I, I, this is this is a belief. If a person comes to you and says, I'm sorry for doing the worst thing that they could possibly have done to you. Forgiveness is so um, powerful. Unforgiveness is so powerful um, that it it can just consume you. And even though they said, I'm sorry, it's not enough. And so it's this it's an internal thing that you must do on your own. But if you're a person who gets it and you got that, that's a healthy sign of a, you know, that's, that's a sign of a healthy firewall because you're able to, um, to have, again, go deeper in the conversation, go deeper in the relationship. You know, some, we're not perfect people. Right. And so when you have a relationship, when you have a relationship with someone and you, you know, and you're flawed and you get grace from somebody who's quickly able to forgive, I'm like, yo, that's, 
again, that's that's sexy. That's attractive, you know. So 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 far, I've I've mentioned patience and peace, communication and understanding, and being quickly to forgive. I'm calling it all sexy. I'm not seeing this on the internet. <laughs> I'm not seeing this on social media. Instagram, holler at me. You know what I mean? All you motivational speakers. You know what I mean? These are things that actually matter to people. These are actually the things that make people like lean in and start to trust again. You know what I'm saying? And these are the things that actually when you parent your kids that builds that builds, you know, builds character, you know, builds trust. And and the next one I have is honesty and transparency. You know, again, we went back to the beginning. You meet someone and you're in that you're you know, you're having this initial conversation. Are you the type of person that will tell stories? You know, you don't you tell a you, you tell like a, a white lie, you know, or you just kind of leave it really general. You're not really specific uh, specific about anything because you don't want you know, you don't want to expose too much, you know, you're holding back. So the ability to be honest and wholehearted and transparent about yourself and being being fearless to me um, is a sign of a healthy firewall. That means you are good in your space. That means you don't need your react, the other person's reaction to what you feel, what you experience to make you feel okay. You all right, no matter what anybody thinks, right? So um, honesty and transparency, these are things, again, um, are healthy signs that these are healthy signs that you have a you know a healthy firewall. Um, and then another one here, independence, uh, big one. You know there are people who um, don't know how to be alone. You know, and it's a hard thing because you know in a lot of cases there are people that have been um, just you know there's some things from childhood you know trauma that we're still learning about today. Because some of the things that we've we've heard about and triggers and all this, this stuff is new. You know what I mean? Like this stuff is new. And, you know, thankfully our kids will have, you know, and, and us ourselves, if we continue doing the work, we'll learn more about these things for, the, for ourselves and how this applies. But independence, are you an independent person? You know, are you, you know, are you looking in relationships to like get locked down? You know what I mean? Or are you going in relationships to be friends? You know, because I talk, I talk to you guys all the time. I say, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're not in that relationship to become best friends, and it's somebody you dating, I'm like, you tripping. Because once, because once things get tough in a relationship, and there, there's nothing in this life, there's nothing in this life. You know, I watched a Disney movie earlier today, and it's a beautiful thing to see. Everybody, everybody that was in the movie in the beginning, like, <laughs> you know, they're, in, they're at the movie at the end. You know what I mean? And so nothing in this life is that sweet that we're not gonna experience stuff. And so we're going to go go through things sometimes and have to experience being alone. Like there are, I know there are people that are widowed and there are people that, um, you know, had unfortunate, you know, divorce experiences. Um, and then there are just people that have just never been married, you know what I mean? And never had the relationship. And the question is, is can you be alone or is there, you know, do you have attachment, you know, issues? And those are things that, you know, you, you know, you work through with the counselor or whatnot, but you can find those out. If you're really coming in to meet somebody, to really know someone, you can find out. Just listen to the conversation. Um, if the person that you are, you know, talking with is um, ever been alone, you know, ask them too. you know, when's the 
last time you, you know, when's the longest time you've not been in a relationship, you know, because it's healthy. Because if it's something that you haven't done, I recommend it to everyone. You know, I, I believe I believe that we have a plague across the land with regards to codependency. We've learned the media, the movies, music, our parents even have taught us a certain type of love that is unhealthy. And it's one where you're you're good if the other person is good. And so therefore you spend time nurturing this other person and not nurturing yourself, right? And and if they're good, if they're happy, I'm happy. All kind of love songs, just all kind of things I see on the internet that still post these types of things. And I'm telling you, that's unhealthy love. The type of love that, you know, that I identify with, and I've had to learn about codependency myself, but the type of love that I identify with, you know, that's healthy is the one where for me, because I'm a follower of, of, of Jesus, is where he says, love one another, right? As you love yourself. You know what I mean? And so to me, it's important that you have that time to yourself. You have that time to love yourself. You have that time to learn yourself. You have that time to work out your kinks. You have that time to not get in a relationship and try to get somebody to fix you, right? So that when you get into a relationship and where you have your weak points at, you don't get into the relationship and feel um, shame or feel, you know, these things that you should have been doing when you were loving yourself, right? Or be able, or be not be able to um, separate, you know what I mean? Your problems from the relationship problems, right? So um, independence, can you be alone? And how long has it been since you've been in a relationship? These are great questions to find out. Do you have healthy uh, firewalls? And then um, another one for me, which probably kind of sums this all up too, is your reflex. What is the re- what is what is your reflex? Are you a p- person when something happens? Do you reflex wholeness? Do you reflex love? And are you a reflex of friendship? You know, we talked about you know being quick you know quick to forgive. Is your reflex anger? Is your reflex like shaming somebody? Is your reflex judgment? You know what I mean? Like look at him or look at her. See the way she is that your reflex when something isn't right. Or do you like have some patience? Go back to the first one and just, and you know what I mean? And like, just wait and see and still be loving, right? And still be whole. You ain't got to act a fool. You don't have to do anything, you know what I mean? Um, charismatically to get attention. You don't need to do any of that, right? Are you, are you the type of person who, when something goes down, you hold it all, you can hold yourself together? To me, again, keen, keen awareness, discernment. When you meet someone, are you that? And and can you pick those things up in your, you know, in your conversations? Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times we're programmed to the norm. The norm right now is to just to get yours. You know what I mean? Like, especially when it comes to, you know, a lot of people, I said this before on the, on the podcast before a lot of relationships, the foundation of the relationship is attraction. Whoop de doo. <laughs> You're attracted. You're attracted people. You've got you've got chemistry. Oh wow, great. Right? That's a that's that's to me is not a foundation. You know, that's fundamental. That's something that's cool if you have like somebody's attractive. But I guarantee you, we look at the divorce rate today and we look at how many people that are brokenhearted today, and there's not been one relationship ever 
that's been saved because they retracted. Because I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> if you together with somebody long enough, a lot of sexy people, I mean like beautiful people, models, become very unattractive. So if your foundation and what is what is why you're picking that person on online dating and why you pick that person on, the, you know, to go out on a date is because they were they were attractive. And that is the found. That's like your because I hear these things about, you know, we the first thing that you see. Right. You see with your eyes. Right. I go. Yeah. But that let that be, you know, let that just let let's say this. There's a lot of things that we see with our eyes that um, that are not good for us. Right. And there's a lot of things that happen um, that we see with our eyes that distract us, too. You know what I mean? And I'm going to speak as a man. Like, um, what's the song? <laughs> so the song is Don't Trust the Big Button to Smile, right? Okay. Well, you know, I said it. Don't trust a big button to smile. Now, if you got a big booty and a smile, this, you know, this is not no hate on you. You know what I mean? But it means what this means is what this means is um, don't trust it. For me, what it means is don't don't trust what you see. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I like I subscribe to, you know, to judging the heart. You know what I mean? And that's where you get that's where you get up close. And I talked earlier about, you know, being whole enough and be having peace within to be able to to be able to pick up on some of these, you know, some of these qualities and characteristics that I've talked about. Um, now, I want to go over the next thing I want to go over is unhealthy you know, firewalls. And we kind of we kind of talked about some of these things already um, because it's, you know, patience, no patience. Um, but one big one for me that I've been, you know, that is on my heart that, you know, people are talking, you know, there's a lot of beautiful, intelligent, smart, successful people who are, you know, making these claims to what it is to, you know, what it is to have a relationship in this independent and just being, you know, um, I don't know. Like, so here it is. I believe today a lot of single people are overly judgmental. And and it's almost like the list that you have, this list that you have, and everyone has a list and everyone wants to be an alpha, right? Alpha woman, alpha male, right? Um, you got to be someone who makes a certain kind of money, right? You got to, you got, I've listened to a lot of women who are beautiful, empowering women, and there's all these things they want to have. And, and I get it because a lot of women have been taken advantage of. Right. And a lot of men have, too. And and I don't mean to say that to to just counter, you know, what women go through. But your list, your list is judgmental. Everything on your list doesn't have most of the things that are on the list have nothing to do with the heart, have nothing to do with connection, have nothing to do with building love, have nothing to do with building trust and building a family and building a bit like it has nothing. It just says like you bring your resume and I got my resume. What college did you go to? What car did you drive? Let's make sure our material stuff that'll get split in, in, in court. <laughs> anyway, let's make sure that stuff is equal, right? Not the heart, you know? So, so man, will you marry a woman? Would you date a woman because of her heart? Because of, because of her passion, because of her, 
just because of just because she she's a person who is is selfless, right? And and woman, if it's okay to call you woman, will you be with a man who may not you make more money than him, but he will love you, like God said love when He said love your wife like Christ loved the church. Would you will you love him? Will you respect him? Can you? The list. Y'all killing me with this list. There's so many things that are on the list. I'm like, I'm looking at your list and I'm like, that's why you stay single. And all you do is keep talking. People just keep talking about like how independent you are. And you're going to be independently alone and it's and it's on yourself. So, so my encouragement is let's not judge one another. You know what I mean? That's a sign. So when you, so to me, we're talking about firewalls again and, and these things to pick up on. You're, you're in a relationship. You're meeting somebody for the first time. Listen carefully. Listen to the clues. Listen to how they talk to other people. Listen who they associate with themselves, the, who they associate themselves with, who they, you know, try to not associate themselves with, how they do it. What words are they using, right? This is a time that if you don't know what discernment is, that you that you get discernment, that you pray about that, because these are things that you you don't pick up if you're if you're distracted by what you see. You know what I mean? If you're distracted by the car that he drove and the, and the job that he has, right? And the same thing for the woman by the car that she drives and where she works. You know what I mean? And and what her, whatever the flex is, right? So the other thing to me for an unhealthy firewall is fear. And the hostile and being hostility and animosity. I talked about that regarding patience. You know, listen really close. These are things that you'll pick up with. Um, another one, I got a good one for you, is ghosting. Ghosting is cowardly. If you can't speak, if you can't tell somebody no, right? And you just go, I'm just ghosting. It's juvenile. You know, it's something that, you know, I come from back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, if you wanted to date a girl back in the day, she needed to know that you was real, right? So back in the day, we used to get on the radio. You call in and be like, "Yeah, my name is uh, my name is Q, and um, I want to leave a dedication to my girl, and we'll call her name is Sarah. <laughs> uh, Sarah, um, this is Q, and I just want to tell you I love you. You're the you know you're the apple of my eye." <laughs> You know, and, and we used to have to like on the air, everybody got to know when you went on the air with live that Sarah was your girl. Sarah was the one that you wanted. You know what I mean? And so we had to put something on it. And so to me, like with ghosting, um, it just shows that there is no chivalry. You know, there's no honor, you know, in, in, in connection or even in yourself. You know what I mean? What kind of person are you? Right. But here's the thing about ghosting. I, I do want to say this because this is a crazy world that we live in. And I do want to say sometimes you need the ghost. You know what I mean? You need to get ghost. You know, I don't think that ghosting is just like a reflex. Like I was saying earlier, I think ghosting is something that you discern the situation. And if it's a situation that's unhealthy and you have healthy boundaries and you have healthy firewalls, there's some times where it calls for that and you separate yourself. Um, another thing that's a, another sign of unhealthy uh, firewall is where you're in conversation. You just hear um, a comparison. Um, you know, there are those who will compare, you know, the person that they're dating, you know, to their ex, you know, or you're looking at this person and you're comparing them to your ex, or you're looking at this person and you're comparing it to your, to your girl's husband, right. Or to your friend's boyfriend. And then, or, to the fellas, excuse me, to your fellas, to the fellas, 
you know, you're comparing this woman to your to your best friend and trying to see if she is hot as the other as as your friend's girl, right? So comparison, um, com- comparison is something that is um, to me. There, there's so many different ways today that you may unknowingly be doing that because we're on social media. We see everybody's business now. There's a lot of stuff that we wouldn't even see that people post about. Like I've seen where people eat. I've seen a lot of food that people like, you know, there's some people I'm like, I hope they never invite me over for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Taking pictures of food, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just a lot of things that we don't see. And so, so we have a lot of exposure to things. And so not only is it just like these little remedial things, but it's also like how you live and how you say that you're living on social media, you know? Where you where you eat, um, the vacations that you go, you know, that you went to, what you're wearing, you know what I mean, and how often you get to go on vacation, how often you get your hair, you know, hair did, if you will, um, and so we are, you know, you're doing things to to compete, you know, with others, and so that to me, check your heart, you know what I mean? Are you doing this for you, or are you doing this, you know, are you are you doing this dating? um for for recognition um and expectations um expectations and rules i talked about this um with the healthy boundaries but the expectations are and, and also here in the uh, judgment the expectations are out of out of control what are you expecting if you're expecting love if you're expecting something to endure forever love and connection expect to do work right expect to do work and, and going back to the fear, when I spoke about fear, there's a, if you have a fear of getting close, you know what I mean? Cause that's one thing too, that you might not even want to call yourself being in fear, but there's a, sometimes you can be operating in fear and, and not know it because, because you got trauma issues. You, you just, you just doing you, but I've been there before. And sometimes the fear is because you don't want to get hurt. Right. So having these expectations that are so far-fetched like it's like i mean it's it's way beyond a rom-com you know what i mean one of those romantic comedies and 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 it's so way out there that it's like god is looking down on us going are you really asking for this like i'm you know we got i got all the kind of you know i've got i got all kind of options for you but you're trying to ask for something perfect and i know everything about you you know what i mean and i honestly think like we need to you know like really evaluate the list and see if this list is, you know, just asking for too much. But again, I do encourage to have some standards. Don't, don't go into dating with no, with no standards and have some, you know, do have some expectations. And then what are your rules? Are your rules, your rules will say a lot about the health of your heart. You know, are, are you, oh man, are you going to go there Q? Should I go there? I'm gonna go there. Are you giving, are you giving up your body? Like, are you just giving it up? Men, women, are you just giving it up? And there ain't no connection, just attraction. I said it. <laughs> I said it. Because here we are. There's a cycle, right? You go through these cycles. Like, why am I going through this? Why are you going through this? Because you ain't friends. You ain't got no connection. You're just cute. You're going to be cute for a little while. You're going to be cute for a little while. Because I'm going to tell you like this. When you start trying to spend time with a person... You know what I mean? You start, you start looking, you start getting this broader vision. You start getting peripheral vision when you're talking to somebody. You start to see everything about them. You start to see, you know, how they chew their food. You know what I mean? You, you see what kind of hygiene schedule they on. You see how they treat other people, right? And it'll change. 
you know, it'll 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 change. And and you've already got yourself engaged in the deepest thing that you can possibly do. You know what I mean? Which is having intimacy with someone because it leads to having it leads to having children. You know what I mean? And so um guard your heart. That's the name of this this show tonight. This episode is Guard Your Heart. Um, I then I wanted to I wanted to break down uh, one more thing. Playing hard to get, man. You playing hard to get? Are you playing hard? So fellas, are you playing hard to get? Are you really playing hard to get, or are you just like multitasking? You got like three or four of them, ladies. You know, dating is dating is you know. There's like these unwritten rules. It's like okay, if we're dating. We're, well, I'm just dating and we assume that everybody's just going out having dinner and ain't nobody having sex right so the one thing about time and I've said this to a close friend of mine before um, when you are your time however you vest your time is creating a bond with the person that you know with friendships and, and whoever you're dating so to me I think um, are you are you spreading yourself out then you know, and that's why you're not responsive. And is that why you're ghosting? You know, have you spread yourself out so thin because you can't have feelings because like you got too many, you got, you got too many irons in the oven, right? Are you, you know, are you a type of person that plays hard to get because of insecurities, right? Are you insecure? Work that out, you know, work that out. That's why I said, take the time. Don't come into a relationship insecure. And guess what? You won't be fully like healed from everything, but work on your stuff. You know what I mean? And that's and that's the thing too. When you get into a relationship to talk to someone and you you want to know if it's healthy, it's like find out are they working on their stuff? Because nobody's perfect. But if you tell me you're working on your stuff, I'm like, hey, that's cute to me. You working on your stuff? Tell me about tell me about your process. I don't even know all your details, but like, where you like you reading books? You going to church? You doing what? what what's What's your thing? What do you do? You working out? You know what I mean? You got a woman's group, you know, talk to me. I want to know, I want to know your process. And then I'm going to tell you my process, you know, and, and I'll tell you my process first. I don't have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Cause I'm, I'm trying to be on the right side of this, you know, of this year. And now with firewalls, something to look out for is when, when there's a breach, you know, when there's a breach and, and to me, be careful of the narcissist. We talked about, some of the characteristics of a, of a narcissist. And, and one of the things with, with a narcissist is that they're relentless. And so if you will have unhealthy firewalls, they're coming, they're coming for you. They're coming for you and they don't care about your feelings at all. And at the end of the day, you had time, you know what I mean? Because you were single and hopefully you took time while you were single to do the work that you were reading the books, you know what I mean? That you were spending time alone with yourself and with God, hopefully. Um, and for me, um, I also think counseling. Um, what's the virus protection? We're going to talk about the virus protection. So for me, I wanna, I'm want i going to start it off because this is my show, right? It's Q's, Q's Lounge. Um, we're talking again about um, guard your heart. And the virus protection, the virus protection is, for me, is a relationship with Christ, with God, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I say this because it, it God gives you wisdom and discernment that you don't even understand until you get the relationship. 
So that's for me. So I put that on here for you guys. But the other thing for, for some could be will be counseling. Um, the other thing too was heal before you start dating. A lot of people are quick to start dating and it's only, you know, it's been a month. It's been two months. And here's the deal. You got friends around you. Check your friends. I told you some people are acquaintances. Some people, you know, they're the real deal friends. You got acquaintances that want you to get out there and start dating and you still hurting. But acquaintances ain't really paying attention to you. So they don't see the signs of you hurting. Right. So take the time to heal. Do what you need to do so that you can be right. So that you didn't get back out. I, I like the skating rink, you know, analogy. You know what I mean? And like back in the day when you first started skating, you like skate up against the wall. You know what I mean? And I think when you come back out from, you know, from a broken relationship, you know, you um, you're up against the wall. You stay on the wall, you know, and then when they when they turn the lights off. Right. You get off the dance floor and it's only for couples. Right. And then after a while, because you've been doing the work. Right. And you've been taking the time and you've been praying. And you've been doing all the things. Man, when you can get out there and backwards skate, right? And then you can get out there and somebody might want to skate with you and groove with you. And you can do that because you've, you've been doing the work. Um, so heal, though, before you start dating and make sure, um, again, um, for the, again, the virus protection so that there's no breach that, that you deal with any attachment issues. Because, again, codependency and narcissism, these are things that have a lot of us wrapped up in our thinking. You know what I mean? Like we we really got to understand how we got to where we're at. And a lot of a lot of us, we got to where we're at because of ourselves. We did it to ourselves. So um, that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. I don't know. Let me see what's up. Let me see if we got anything um, in the chat. Um, yeah, you know, and so so one thing I got from the chat is when you're meeting that person, we talked about, you know, being able to uncover the, you know, in the firewalls. One of the things that you want to be mindful of is taking your time, right? We talked about patience. Also too, is you take your time and use discernment on sharing all your information. I said, be vulnerable, be open, but you know, but use discretion, right? Because when I talk to you about the narcissist and I talk to you about, you know, there's some things that we're unlearning. This world has programmed with all those like um, Humphrey Bogart movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, a lot of a lot of these rom-coms, I love them. You know what I mean? They have some really good storylines and stuff like that. Uh, the Notebook. A lot of these things are beautiful, but it's not real, right? And a lot of us have been, you know, uh, romanticizing love, right? And love, true love, true love comes with comes with sacrifice and compromise and it comes with the things that you know that you're not talking about on the first date and this and these are the and these are the things are the are the breaking points of relationships so when you know what is near and dear in your heart you know take your time you know to discern and and figure out you know figure out if you're in a safe space in the in the dating relationship to be able to um you know to go over the things that are important to you um so we're going to be wrapping it up here and um and I want to tell you guys, um, my last thoughts are for you to, to be honest with yourself, to totally be honest with yourself and make sure you're not masking, you know, pain and, and trauma with calling it self-love. Because if whatever that you're doing for self-love doesn't strengthen you and doesn't help to cure you from your insecurities, 
right? Then what what good is it, right? What good is it? So be honest with yourself. Take the time. Don't jump back into relationships, right? Do what you need to do to get whole. And um, the other thing is don't take things personally. When you're dating and meeting somebody for the first time and, you know, just trying to get to know someone and they have some, you know, they have some little quirky things, you know, take some time, like ride it out. I've been surprised. I've had I've had relationships and friendships with people that I thought I would never, ever be friends with. And because of my judgment on these folks or my being quick, you know, to not forgive, I, I've missed out. You know what I mean? I missed out on a connection with someone. So so. I say that to say, make sure that you don't take things personally. When um, when you experience certain things, sometimes the other person is still healing themselves. They're still, you know, dealing with, you know, unlearning unlearning some things. And don't allow, you know, yourself to like, you know, project yourself into what the response that you're getting in a lot of ways. And and those are those are some common things that I'm seeing. And and also I'm gonna just keep on encouraging everybody to keep keep your focus on friendship. Um, I know, um, I know how to be friends with the opposite sex. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. I talked about that. And this is something that is really important, um, to be able to do. So, so focus on friendship. And when I say that again, I'm not saying that for you to, um, you know, for you to go out and just be someone's friend to eventually date them. No, that's not it. Work on friendships with the same sex, opposite sex, where you're being able to be vulnerable, where you're able to um, to listen, you're able to be, you know, to practice empathy and understanding. Do those do those things in your friendship and learn, and also allow your friends the you know the space to be able to to encourage you and to be able to enlighten you as well. And then um, last one is don't try any trick plays. I, I said that spot. It's Spon- being spontaneous is good and it sounds romantic, but just make sure that you're being honest. Know thyself. Know thy limits. <laughs> know if you can't swim in the ocean that you stay closer to the shore. The skating rink, if you came back with skate, we said get up, you know, get up off the dance, get up off the skating rink at that time. So a lot of times some of these things are we're having, you know, we're having challenges with ourselves. And these are these are primarily those um, those instances. So I am going to be wrapping it up. I, I want to let you guys know. I, I thank you guys so much. I've gotten so many good feedbacks from the last show. I appreciate you guys following and commenting on Facebook and on Instagram and even sharing some of the posts. Um, I want to just remind those who are um, who have it. Um, let's see here. There we go. Follow Q on social media so we have um i'm on facebook and i'm also on instagram q's lounge one on instagram follow and share and comment in the thread let me know that you watched it just you know just just comment hey q i would love to love to see that um and then just just to wrap up you know i i'm really thankful for the space here and I'm really thankful I get a chance to to engage with you guys and for my friends and family that are supporting. I love you guys. And and right now, too, I just wanted to um, and sign it off. Just want to just to just to say to 
so many people that I know that are suffering right now from so many different things um, that I am praying for all of you. Uh, there are so many people that are suffering from the virus themselves and also losing uh, loved ones. There's a lot of elders. You know, we we have been blessed with the baby boomer generation. And there's so many grandparents and great grandparents and folks that are that have been passing of late. And so um, just uh, my heart goes out um, to all those um all those who are suffering and uh, just want to just wanted to put that out there. So I thank you guys so much um, for tuning in and hanging out with your boy. I love you guys and I'll see you guys soon. God bless. Take care.